Hello, hello, and happy Wednesday. Welcome back to the CEO-ish podcast. As always, I'm Taylor. And I'm Chloe. And today we are back to re-record this episode because we were in person when we initially recorded this episode. And honestly, you guys, it was just trash. Like we scrapped the entire episode. It was terrible. <laughs> it was trash. We were back to recording and we both were just done talking by the time we got to this one. It was really bad. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, we were on episode like three or four at this point, And both of us were visibly choking by the mm-hmm. end of this. Like we needed water. It was terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this week, we are back to sit down with just the two of us to talk about how we can find excitement in the mundane without disturbing our peace. And we'll be talking about what healthy relationships and social media look like and why others might be causing conflicts and other options we can use to create some healthy excitement in our lives. Today's episode, like we said, was supposed to be recorded in person in Grand Rapids because Taylor was here for the weekend to celebrate Oliver and David's birthdays. But unfortunately, this was the last of yesterday's batch recordings, like we said. So we are redoing it today. But don't worry, we will update you all on our weekend. Taylor, do you want to start it off? Yes, we had such a fun weekend, you guys. A, this was much needed. I had not seen Chloe. Chloe, when was the last time I saw you? Oh my gosh. Uh, I was still living in Kalamazoo, for sure. It had been a minute. It had been a minute. When was the last time? It had been a long minute. Yeah, we were really excited to record in person. We didn't get to record one episode that we really want to, but we needed to be in better mental states at that point, and we were just exhausted because we'll catch you guys up, but we did a lot of drinking over the weekend. Oh, we, we did some bar much. hopping. <laughs> it was so fun, though. Um, it was a good time. But yeah, David and I came into town separately because he was moving into Kalamazoo. So he came up from Kalamazoo and I came up from the east side where I'm from. And yeah, we what did we do when we first got there? I so, got to see I got to see Chloe's apartment. That was the first thing. Yes. She just moved in. This new apartment was so cute, you guys. I've always loved that like open concept look and her kitchen was so open and bright and she had one of those big fat kitchen islands in the middle of it which I I love I want one of those for food prep when I'm older Mm -hmm. that will be something I look for when I go to purchase property of my own someday I would like it to be an even bigger counter slab like absolutely love it but they had these beautiful big windows lots of open light just a really cute place you guys have a great one I'm obsessed with that I can see us here for a while Probably until we're able to get a house. (laughs) At least, yeah. You guys don't – okay, well, I know this is already premature because you guys literally moved in like a month ago, but (laughs) would you guys move next year if you guys needed more space? Because I know the the second bedroom's questionable in size. Yeah, I mean, the second bedroom is used as an office. Like, I don't know how someone could actually use it as a bedroom because it's so tiny. Right now, it's fine. You could fit a twin bed in there if that, but it would still be pretty tight. Yeah, you could fit a twin bed and a small dresser. Like if you would, if it was like a parents and one young kid, it would work, but definitely not like an adult sized bedroom for sure. So I don't know if we really needed this space, we could right now it seems fine. It's like just enough space. We definitely couldn't do anything smaller for sure. We both just have so much stuff. It's unfortunate, but (laughs) But we're we're cramming it all in. (laughs) So Friday, got to see Chloe's apartment, super cute. Got to see Frida, got all the kitty love. It filled my cup. It revived my soul. All of the good things. Did we go out Friday? Yes, we did. We went to that. We went to Rockwell Republic. It was a bar. Um, I had a very strong drink there. And I also had to pee in the dark. That was not a vibe, you guys. I was in a full body suit. I looked super (laughs) cute, heels and all. And they had... 
no, they weren't out of power because the restaurant was obviously like, I don't know what was going running, on. But they had no lights in the bathroom. It was pitch black. I was peeing via my phone flashlight. It was a terrible <laughs> time, honestly. Yeah. So we did that. And then did we go to any other bars after that? Why am I having had such a hard time remembering no. what happened on Friday specifically? We didn't. So before we went to Rockwell Republic on Friday, we went to Mitten Brewing with Hannah and Brooke. Oh my God. How did I forget about that? We just yes. did so much. <laughs> Honestly, guys, it was a very jam-packed weekend. The original plan, also might I add, was Chloe and I were supposed to have a photo shoot in between all of this. There was no way we had oh, time for any of that. there was no time. That, no t- I guess, would have been done during our nap time, but I really needed that nap on Saturday. <laughs> if I did not take that nap, I would not have made it out. Oh, for sure. Okay. But yes, so Friday, we did this adorable dinner with Hannah and Brooke. Hannah has been on the podcast. I will link her episode in the show notes. It's such a good conversation. We're definitely going to have her back on soon. We were going to have, well, we're definitely going to have Brooke on soon as well. But yes, we did like a little creator dinner at Mitten Brewing Company. If you have never had chicken and waffles pizza, go enlighten yourself. It is heavenly. I swear it works. Yes, maple syrup belongs on pizza. It belongs on pizza more than pineapple, and I am willing to die on this hill. Yeah, I didn't trust Taylor, and I got a veggie pizza, and it was a mistake. I mean, it was a delicious veggie pizza, but it was, you know, just your typical veggies on your pizza. So the- Everyone to know this about Chloe- Chloe is that bitch who loves vegetables. I she love will my always bring a vegetable tray to your house. She will order the bagel sandwich with the highest amount of vegetables on it. All of her pizzas will be the vegetable lovers. Like you have to like every vegetable to hang out with Chloe. Yes, I love every <laughs> vegetable. <laughs> Even the gross so ones good. like mushrooms, because that's another hill yeah. I'm willing to die on. They're disgusting. I don't like sauerkraut. I don't know if that's still considered a vegetable since it's like pickled or whatever, but I I'm, don't love pickled things. I think I have a vendetta against vinegar. Maybe. I do like pickles, just standard pickles. By the way, this is the most random thing ever. Going along things I have a vendetta with, and then we can get back to what we actually <laughs> did this weekend. Um, natural deodorant, guys. I know I've raved about native before. Natural deodorant doesn't work. I'm on like... I- used native for over a year now and I normally when I go through like a stick of deodorant will switch up the scent just to keep things fresh down there it's not working anymore I've gone through three separate native deodorants of fragrances I normally use and it's just it's not working Chloe what was that Hmm. crystal deodorant thing you shared a few episodes ago actually it wasn't a few it was more like when we originally launched but it was one of the first ones I don't remember what brand it was but there's a ton of different options it's literally just like a crystal rock. That's the only ingredient. So like I'm officially the natural deodorant trend is not a move for me. I'm going back to secret. Like, fuck this. I smell so bad. Secret doesn't work at all for me. Any like of those ones, you know, that like I would buy in middle school and high school, those don't work at all on me. I was always smelly. I just have smelly pits, to be honest. I'm just Audience, a sweaty bitch. If you, if you wanted to know, my pits stink. Uh, just I always so have sweaty. to reapply. I can't help it. I don't know what it is, but it's all those veggies I'm eating. <laughs> Chloe just smells of asparagus. I'm kidding. <laughs> she doesn't Gross. actually smell like asparagus. <laughs> oh my God. It's all right. No, but yeah, I seriously just have to reapply anything twice a day, it seems like, but native works a little bit better and the crystal deodorant. I use the crystal deodorant after my shower and then I put the native on top of it and it seems to do the trick. 
All right, well, I'm going to have to try something because <laughs> what I got going right now is not working. <laughs> oh. It's fine. Finding a good deodorant is not a fun task, but no. here we all are. Adulthood. <laughs> so this dinner with Hannah and Brooke was phenomenal. <laughs> so off topic you guys I'm so sorry but yeah we had a great dinner and then as we said we went to Rockwell Republic we had a great a great night drinking with the boys it wasn't Mm -hmm. too long we didn't spend too much time out on Friday because Saturday was like a big day for us oh yeah so leading into Saturday we're all morning people so we were up by like 8 a.m and we were making a big breakfast for ourselves the boys killed it they made us pancakes they made us bacon Chloe and I sat on the couch we didn't do shit oh yeah Um, we were on coffee duty (laughs) I Oh, yeah, we did go to the clubhouse and get coffee. I think you cut up some strawberries. You did more than I did. I can tell you that. (laughs) Um, But yes, so then after our breakfast, we drove out to Grand Haven, which is a huge beach that's about an hour, maybe 45 Mm -hmm. minutes. It's a little under an hour from Chloe's. And the west side of Michigan, you guys, if you've never been, just the beaches in the summer, absolutely beautiful. Northern Mm -hmm. Michigan cannot say enough good things. The east side of the state's a little boring. I'm not going to lie. We don't yeah. have the beaches and the trails like they do on the west side of the state. It's definitely more like city suburban over here. Mm-hmm. If you're not from Michigan or Chicago or anything, Lake Michigan, you cannot see across. So when you're watching the oh, sunset, uh, you know, coming from the west, coming over the lake, it's just beautiful. It feels like you're looking at an ocean. It's awesome. But yeah, so there's a pretty boardwalk that you can do and it's about a mile and a half to the lighthouse and then a mile and a half back. So it was all in all like a three mile walk. And then we spent some time on the beach. We hung out. We went into the lake for a little bit. Uh, We wanted to go to this cute farmer's market because we actually parked at it. But by the time that we had walked back, it was already cleared out and had passed through, which was sad. Retrospect, we should have gone to it the first thing Mm -hmm. we did. But I didn't want all of our like, refrigerated goodies and produce Mm -hmm. and stuff and flowers to just sit in the 80 degree car and actually i lied it's more like 90 michigan has been in a heat wave you guys it's It's been been so hot hot, so hot i know is probably like a woe is me problem but we're really not used to the heat here like when texas had ice in december this is our equivalent like we just don't get 90 degree temperatures here and i prefer it that way (laughs) i don't mind it if i didn't know that that means the world's dying. <laughs> I can't. That's kind of like a rabbit hole. I actually can't go down, or it's just catastrophic mm-hmm. for me. All right, we'll skip the climate change for today. <laughs> for today, <laughs> but yeah. So then, okay, you're gonna have to help me recount all of the amazing bars we went to Saturday. Oh my night. gosh! But so after. We took an amazing nap in between the whole Grand Haven farmer's market situation. And then we went out and met up with a bunch of our friends at night that we had went to college with and all live in the Grand Rapids area. So I got to see a bunch of people. I was just so excited. Um, But the first bar we went to, it was called Z's. And I have Mm -hmm. to shout it out because I had the greatest cocktail I think I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I'm not a big drinker. I like alcohol that doesn't taste like alcohol. And I mean that wholeheartedly, but it also can't be too sugary or sweet because then it messes up my stomach. Mm -hmm. And I had the most delicious pomegranate fizz spritzer type situation. It was refreshing. It was light. It was sweet. It was sour. It was so good. It was really good. It's more. Yeah. I ended up ordering it as my second drink after trying Taylor's. It was phenomenal. But then after that one, we went to the Dueling Piano Bar. Do you remember what that was called, the name of it? I don't. I was going to ask you the same thing, but I was going to say the Piano Bar, which is the thing highlight mm-hmm. of my weekend, truthfully. 
Oh, it was so amazing. Yeah, they had two pianists going at it. They were working the crowds really well. It was so much fun. Really cool. I've never seen anything like that at a bar. Um, yeah, it was but- like this double level bar. The bottom part of it was a bar and then it was the piano people. There were a ton of tables, but it was so crowded by the time that we get got in there. And then they opened up the upper level, which was more of like the young kids club DJ vibe and also a bar and a ton of tables. So we ended up moving to the upper level because we had a group of like, There's like eight of us. Yeah. Yeah. There was like eight. We all just wanted to be able to sit because the guys were nice and let all four girls sit down at the table, but then they were all standing. And again, the piano was such a fun vibe, but it was crowded. Yeah. We need to get there. We should start there next time and get a table big enough for all of us and just hang out there until we're ready to go. I would, I would definitely intentionally plan that bar out better. Mm -hmm. I just had no idea that it was like that. Super cool. So yeah. So fun. But yeah. Def- and then we didn't end up really hanging out upstairs for too long. We were there for a little bit and there was like uh, four people on the dance floor. So we were like, all right, let's go join them. And as soon as we went out there to join them and like hope to get more people out there, they got it right off. So that was kind of embarrassing. We all just kind of like squirmed off the dance floor. <laughs> Anderson <laughs> kept trying to make me do the worm in the middle of the <laughs> dance floor. I'm like, this is not Ashley's wedding. That would have brought people out. That's how you get people on the floor. But I also think I would have flashed everybody in the club because the Skims bodysuit, although (laughs) she works for me and she puts an overtime on this body, she doesn't hold the titties in or up very well. So they're just kind of hanging there. Just wild titties. Oh, well. It's fine. But yeah, we didn't end up hanging out there for too long, which I was a little disappointed about. I wanted to shake some ass on the town, but there's always next weekend. (laughs) Chloe made it very, very clear that she wanted to shake some ass this night, and the the one bar that I could say that we probably could have shook some real ass at was that one, and we moved on to the third bar, which was Mm -hmm. Flanagan's. Flanagan's, yep. I almost wanted to say Fleming's, but I knew that wasn't right. (laughs) So Flanagan's. Yeah, we knew it started with an F. Yeah, that was a super cool <laughs> bar. We didn't spend very long there either. I feel mm-hmm. like we got to all of the bars that we did at the exact right time because when we were leaving them, the lines were like wrapped around the building and a half a mile down the street. They were oh, so yeah. long. But um, Flanagan's, that is another bar I would like to go back to and spend more time at because it was three levels and we only stayed on the middle level because at this point it was late and the guys were just getting tired, mm-hmm. especially Oliver. Oliver like very apparently wanted to leave by this point. He was ready for bed. He was ready to be horizontal <laughs> and I respect that. Um, but... Oh, and it took forever to get a drink at this bar. It did. I think we I were was only standing there. there for like half an hour. I was going to say, I think we were only there for about 45 minutes. It was definitely under an hour. And then it took 30 of minutes or 30 of those minutes to get a drink. Mm-hmm. It, it was a while. But the bottom level was all like ping pong tables, pool tables, dancing, just a fun, a ton of fun things and activities to do. So I would have liked to have made it to that level. But again, we were calling it a night, mm-hmm. a night by this point. So it's all right. It was really cool. Like that was my first time since living here, like really going out on the town and for the weekend. And it was just really fun. Honestly, okay, this is going to sound really sad, but then again, I sit here and I think back and most of my post-grad life has been spent in a pandemic, but this was really the first adult bar crawl I've done too. And I mean, I've gone to a few bars on the east side of the state, but I really don't have that many friends over here. And now that I don't 
work or have coworkers, I don't see them all that often. Mm-hmm. And even then, my coworkers, I love them to death. But you know, they're one of them is in her 30s. She's just, mm-hmm. she's married. She's in a different phase of her life. She can't hang out with me every single night of the week, yeah. you know? So <laughs> totally understand that and respect that there. So yeah. Also, I just had to like take a deep breath. I think I'm starting to come down with something after this weekend. I've been very Same. nasally and congested and I'm not happy about it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> not thrilling. I'm not at all surprised though. Cause I feel like since I'm not even going to say the pandemic's been over because it's not anywhere close to being over. But since like, you know, we've been able to go out and not wear masks and stuff, it seems like anytime I do anything, I get a cold. So it's almost expected at this point. You know, that's one thing I can say through all of the pandemic last year, at least when people were wearing masks, nobody had the flu last year. Like no one had the common cold. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Really like probably like two months ago or whenever it was that I took the episode off because I was just like so sick. That was the first time in like over a year I had gotten sick. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Was that what I did? Was that when I did my birthday episode? Did that work out well for us? Uh, you interviewed Chelsea Glazier by oh. yourself. I recorded the intro with you. That's what it was. Okay, we cheated and made it look like you were there. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just wasn't there for the interview portion, but it's yeah, fine. Chloe you guys dying. seriously it's did fine. not want to hear me try to speak at that point. It was bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But yeah, then Sunday we. Batch recorded a ton of stuff. And Woke up hungover. I oh, was dying. Incredibly. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, I was so dying. I was like, do we have to record today? But- Chloe, Chloe woke up in her makeup from last night and my soul left my body. I was like, That's bitch. Like- I honestly don't even remember going to bed. So I'm glad that I at least like I put pajamas on at least. And I tell you what my Alex texted me. <laughs> hmm. Alex Marcoulis texted me the funniest thing after we got home from the bar. Let me look it up. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, maybe he Snapchatted it to me. That makes me sad because then I can't go back and look at it. But it was really funny. It was basically along the lines of how he got way too zooted. It was the word he used <laughs> that made it really funny. Um, but, yeah, he said that he was beyond toasted for Rick and Morty and barely remembers watching it. And I'm like, didn't you? And cat like go home but they ubered they did not drive so we're good we're good yeah oh yeah we did watch rick and morty phenomenal guys <laughs> if you're not watching the new season check it out it's phenomenal i would love to just watch what the writers of that show do before they start writing episodes i also want to know what episodes don't make the cut like what ideas don't make the cut to actually yeah. get aired for that show you know what they do before pitching the episodes is a lot of drugs Oh, they get so fucking high. <laughs> they do so much that weed. Creativity comes from somewhere. And Dude, I just say drugs. they do so much weed. Like, they what am I, seven? The weed. <laughs> they do weed. I hate myself. Oh my, oh God. my gosh. Oh, well, I would also love to know what gets scrapped because I bet it's equally as good, but they might just like not be able to work it in. Either that or it's just so too much. Not, not politically correct that it's too much. Mm-hmm. This isn't South Park. How about all the adult cartoons, guys? (laughs) I was just about to say, this is not the show to listen to if you are like a Bachelor reality TV Mm -mm. aficionado in that regard. Chloe and I are actually men with women's breasts and hair, and we watch Bob's Burgers all the time, and that's about it. (laughs) Love Bob's Burgers. Love American Dad. What else Uh, is there? I love it. I don't love Family Guy. I'm willing to die on that hill. I'm willing to die on all of the hills if you guys couldn't tell by now. But yeah, I really don't like Family Guy. 
Family Guy's alright. It's not my favorite. South Park is okay. Oliver likes it, so we watch it a lot because I can like compromise on that one. There are certain episodes of South Park that are just so funny to me. And one of them is the episode with Casa Bonita. I don't know. I think it's in like season five. It's about this restaurant in Denver. But uh yeah, David and I went to that restaurant when we were in Denver. That's a whole story. Don't go to Casa nice. Bonita in Denver. Not a great place. Okay, so we're going to open this can of worms. <laughs> so David and I got the recommendation from my mom. And from what my mom could rec- remember, at least, she thought it was supposed to be a really nice dinner and entertainment experience. And it was supposed to be Mexican food. So there was supposed... And the website looked phenomenal. It looked like there was like a cliff diving show, live music, Mexican food. It seemed like it was going to be a really good time. And David and I splurged. And this was going to be our one really nice dinner date in Denver. Everything else we did like fast casual, you know, made food in the Airbnb, whatever. But this was going to be our one nice like dinner night out on the town. Let's go spend 100 to $200 on our meal, whatever. Oh, okay. Fancy. Chloe, when I tell you, I walked into this restaurant and it was like a lunch line cafeteria in a middle school, but like specifically a Catholic school when there's only two lunch ladies and the whole school needs to get through the lunch line. Oh, That's no. what it was like. And by the time David and I finally made it through the cafeteria lunch line, um, and it literally, it had like old school cafeteria trays. Like I picked my plate of cold food up Gross. and walked it over with my lunch tray to this table where we had to wait an additional like 15 to 20 minutes before we could actually get seated at a table. And it, our food was cold. It was not good. Like, Damn. Definitely like frozen burritos they heated up and that then sucks. just slapped out there. And then the one <laughs> it's just so tragic. Oh my god. So then we get seated at this really cool table. The one good experience of this night was how prime our table was in location to the cliff diving. But these teenage men, and like once every like 20-15 minutes, one guy would come out, do a flip off the top of a rock, which was like this indoor cliff splash in the pool and then be done for another 20 minutes to a half hour it was nothing like extravagant mm. and then when these divers would come up all of the people would get up from their tables and go oh stand in front of david and i so that we couldn't even see and we had this awesome location just honestly a negative four out of ten i would not recommend it and if you want to know like honestly truly watch the south park episode about this because that is exactly what the restaurant was. And I wish I would have watched this episode before I went to it because I would have had a lot more realistic expectations. That's hilarious. Did they have like pictures of South Park around? No, no, No. they did not. I encourage you, please, in your free time, go Google pictures of this restaurant. Nothing about it makes sense. Nothing. All right, so you would not recommend this restaurant. Do you have a product of the week you would recommend? Yes, and I'm actually happy we're re-recording this episode because I picked some random-ass product last time because I thought I didn't have a product of the week. But I actually got a new phone case in the mail, and I want to shout out this phone case company that I always buy from because this is like my fourth or fifth case from them. And I'm sure you've seen them on Instagram, but I love loopy cases. I feel like the big competitors in the Instagram ad space are either case-to-fi cases or loopy cases. And I'm a loopy gal. I like the little loop. It's flexible. It smashes down into my pocket. And I can also carry it on my pinky when I have 8 million things in my hands. 
And yeah, they make phone cases for Androids, for iPhones, for all the different sizes. I just picked up a cute little limited edition like lemon one. And I'm really feeling the the bright yellow colors. I'm very into yellow right now. I don't know why. Um, But yeah, I have a bunch of cases from them. And they always come out with like the cutest prints. And there's a Monstera Leaf one that goes to all of the... um, Shoot, what is it? Oh, the rainforest. What's that big organization that helps with the rainforest um, rehabilitation and things like that? Uh, I don't know. Off I sound like such an head. ass right now. Oh my god, why do I not know this? But I'm sure that I like have heard it, but I can't think of it. Wildlife World Wildlife Foundation is that it? Sure, it it goes sure. to help rainforest guys. <laughs> yeah, but they do like a bunch of cause based stuff. So yeah, Loopy Cases. I will put their website in the show notes. I don't have a coupon code or anything for them. I just genuinely love their cases. So shouting them out. They keep my phone hella protected. And this is coming from a bitch who drops her phone all the time. All the time, guys. <laughs> all the time. I've, I've, it's actually a joke in my family how many screen protectors I've been through. Like, I can't be without a screen protector because the second I put a new one on, about a week later, it has a smash in it. So, oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I'm bad. I'm really bad. Yeah, you got to keep that thing looped on your finger at all times. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. What about you? What's your product? So mine, I finally have bought a new lip gloss. You guys know I'm obsessed with lipsticks, but I got a new lip gloss for the first time since the pandy. And it is Juvia's Place Bronze Lip Gloss in the shade Bronzed Rose. I don't know why that was so hard to get out that last part, but it's a tongue it's, twister. It's it is. Um the shade is just like beautiful though. It's a really nice nude. It almost looks plumping when I have it on, but it's not a plumping lip lip gloss it's just really moisturizing and i don't know i just look phenomenal in it honestly the color looks great on you she wore it out all weekend and she looked phenomenal i loved it i was feeling myself i love a good lip and this one is just a real good lip i love it it was like ten dollars was serving all of the 70s vibes this weekend with her outfits so i was I was just so excited to get dressed up to go. I love getting dressed up to go out. And, you know, we can't really do that a whole lot with Corona. So you've never met a bitch who looks better in bell bottoms than Chloe Willemson. Oh, my gosh. I'm so happy I got to pull those out. I bought some bell bottoms right before Corona. And so obviously, like, what am I going to do? Wear my bell bottoms around the house? Like, do you just like not have childhood (laughs) trauma about wearing boot cut jeans or bell bottoms as a child and then just like absorbing every liquid from the rain and the snow (laughs) on the ground and then your entire like bottom quarter of your ankle would be wet the entire day at school? No? Oh, I do. But yeah, I won't be wearing those on a rainy day ever. (laughs) I mean, there was a while like in elementary school, I didn't own any skinny jeans until like fifth grade maybe. So until about fifth grade, I was soaking up all those puddles. And now the Gen Zers are calling us chuggy for wearing skinny jeans. So whatever. Um, I, I am never... Gen Z. What? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't wear my skinny jeans as much anymore, but I will never get rid of those. They're going to be oh, back I... in style in like a year. So. I only own skinny <laughs> jeans. I don't own boot cut. I don't own bell bottoms. I don't own straight leg or flare. I have only I'm let's be real I own two pairs of jeans only so yeah I think I've seen you in jeans like once over our three years of living together (laughs) yeah you got we joke a lot about on this podcast about how I only wear like comfortable clothing but it's not a joke you guys it's not it's a way of life for me a bitch likes to be comfy a bitch loves sweatpants in a Mm -hmm. non-ironic manner too like if I could wear them to the bar without my friends yelling at me because I have done this before (laughs) I would 
Taylor's going to show up in her sweatpants and I'm going to show up in an entire 70s get up. I <laughs> sometimes wonder if they make bridal sweatpants and I could wear sweatpants to my wedding someday. Hey, and I don't I mean, care who hates me for saying that. I'd do it. It's your day. You should be comfy. <laughs> Uh, all right, you want right, to go ahead I, with our small biz? I was going to say I can do the small business shout out. Let's hope I can do it as good as I did yesterday because I- You really crushed it. I really crushed it, you guys. And I'm going to be really sad if I fuck this up and you guys don't get to hear <laughs> how good I did. So this week's small business shout out is surprise, surprise, another TikTok shout out. And it is Golden Vibe Gifts. She hand makes sustainable sun catcher propagation jars with 99% recyclable materials for all of our planty friends. I want to get some of her jars. I think my pothos cuttings would be so pretty. And I, okay, this is going to sound so stupid because a jar is obviously circular or cylinder in shape. So it doesn't have corners, but she puts her sun catchers on like the four corners of the jar. So they dangle when it spins. It's just so pretty. She uses mason jars and her next shop drop is on 827, which is next Friday, I believe. So by the time this episode releases, you guys will be able to check it out. Actually, I lied. No, this goes live Wednesday. So then the following week. So be sure Mm -hmm. to check it out the following week. And you can shop all of her amazing products on Etsy at www.etsy.com slash shop slash golden vibe gifts. That's www.etsy.com slash S-H-O-P slash G-O-L-D-E-N-V-I-B-E G-I-F-T-S. And I will also have her TikTok and her Instagram handles linked in the show notes for you guys to check out as well. You fucking nailed that, Tay. I was going to say I fucking crushed it again, and I'm just going (laughs) to give myself a pat on the back for that one. Twice in a row. Good job. You know what? I think we need to keep going with the shorter golden vibe. Well, not golden vibe. See, now I fucked (laughs) it up. The shorter um, dissertations, if you will. Because a lot of times what we'll do when we write these small business shout outs is just go to the company website and pull their mission statement and their values and like make sure we're reciting all of the products that they offer correctly. But sometimes people's missions can be very long. Like I remember Not Pot in particular, one of the first small business Mm -hmm. shout outs we ever did. I was reading their mission statement for so long that I actually stopped and I was like, you guys, you can just check this out on the (laughs) website. Like I can't keep doing this. Oh yeah. They had a real long one. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm proud of myself for that one though. Good job. Proud of you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. All right. So I think we are ready to go ahead and get into our episode. So something that I feel like most people are striving for in life, like all the time is a sense of peace. But what people forget is that being at peace can sometimes get boring. And if you don't know better, very boring. And if you don't know better, you might think that that's a bad thing and that your life or relationship is lacking excitement at the moment and is therefore bad. But in reality, it's actually a good thing to be drama free and sometimes a little bit bored. I think um, it's healthy to be bored. It's healthy to be bored. You need, I think every healthy, mentally healthy person should be able to sit comfortably in silence with their thoughts. I think not enough people of our generation, and even the millennials, because we are not millennials, but mm-hmm. they know not enough people from our two generations know how to be bored. Everybody has their phone. Everybody has constant entertainment, constant scrolling, stimulation, something to consume. Nobody knows how to be bored anymore. Nobody knows how to be bored and go find a way to entertain yourself Mm -hmm. from nothing. 
Yeah, there's actually a ton of studies that say like your child being bored is actually a good thing because that's how they learn how to tap into their creativity and all that. I just saw headlines. I didn't read these articles because I don't have a child. But yeah, apparently being bored is good for your creativity. No, I sit back. So again, I think I have a really unique childhood because I remember the sounds of dial-up internet. I remember having a leapfrog instead of an iPad. I Mm -hmm. remember my mom only allowing me to have 30 minutes of computer time a day. And the rest of the time, she would literally put us outside and she would lock the front door and the garage door. And she would say, go outside for a little bit. You You guys have been in the house for too long. I will let you back in in a little bit. Like if you need water, let me know, but you gotta stay outside. Mm hmm and yeah but and guess what that's when we were our most creative that's when we found the chalk and drew and played hopscotch and went on the trampoline and did flips and just grounded in the earth and played mm-hmm. in dirt you know yeah it's going to be really hard if and when we both have kids like trying to raise them with all of the technology and what's the correct balance it's going to be hard Yeah, because, well, it's a very fine line, too, because on one end, technology evolves so fast and you don't necessarily want to fall behind it because then you're not advanced. But also at the same time, too, I think it's – I also think it's kind of sad that there are, like, literal children, like, some of these parents of social media influencers, too, who have, like, such high celebrity status that when their children are born, they can make Instagram accounts for their babies, and then their babies already have, like, 33,000 followers. That's yeah. insane. Which, um, something needs to be done with child labor laws for that. I- it's disturbing to see the amount of, like, profit these parents are making off of their children, and they're working. They, just- they might not know it. They, they might be having fun, but they're working, and they're making a shit ton of money. What, the number one YouTuber is, like, Ryan Rates Toys or something like that? He's a kid making, like, millions of dollars. No, I know, and that, that makes me really sad because at what point does a six-year-old just get to be a six-year-old and play with his toys yeah. and not review them for YouTube to make money and become a millionaire by the time yeah. he's 20? Or like have a relationship or a conversation with your parents without them sticking a camera in their face. I don't know. I saw a YouTube video yesterday that was it was a tour of Ryan's house that he's making with his millions of dollars at nine years old, um, and that just like I don't know that really a nine year me old off. has a house before I do. Jesus fucking Christ! Like <laughs> two houses actually. <laughs> Kill it was, me. It was just yeah. I don't know why seeing that just like really disturbed me. And then like I don't know if you know like the Ace family, but a while ago there's a clip that came out that um showed like the dad like freaking out and then immediately all of the kids who are like five and under immediately just switch back into like hey welcome to our youtube channel and it's like it's a five-year-old that should not be so normal for her to go from like (laughs) screaming to like camera ready like that's crazy of like childhood acting yeah like that's like why britney spears had a psychotic breakdown in 2008 because she had been a child star since the moment she had opened her eyes Mm -hmm. and it really impacted her (laughs) yeah like i'm curious to see how this uh, there's there's got to be some laws coming for for that but i'm just curious to see how it's going to affect these kids and there are some families who are doing it right I mean, I'm I nanny, so I watch them watch them. Like, there's a YouTube channel called, like, A for Adley, and that one's really wholesome and nice, it seems like. Not every parent seems like they're exploiting their kid, but... I'm wondering when the first case of a child who was essentially, quote-unquote, a victim of social media, like, say, their parents made them this Instagram account, they kept it up their entire childhood. The kid really felt like they didn't have a choice. They just mm-hmm. smiled for the camera. But then at the age of 18, when they're 
emancipated as an adult legally. That's just when you obtain your rights in the United States. Like your your parents can still be your parents, and but that's when they yeah. lose access to your medical records, etc. Mm-hmm. All of that. And yeah, so basically what I'm getting at is I'm wondering when the first case of a child who reaches that emancipation age is going to come out and like sue their parents for all the social media that they didn't want to be a part of because they're like, shut it down. I don't want it anymore. Yeah, it's it's concerning to see. And I don't know, something's got to be done. Like I said, some families are doing it right, but others totally something needs to be done because these parents are totally exploiting their kids and it's yeah scary to see but anyway just- that's not today's topic <laughs> yeah um so yeah talking about try to find excitement without disturbing our peace first we just want to talk about what a healthy and peaceful r- relationship looks like and there are many forms of healthy relationships they don't all look the same but some things that they all have in common are according to healthline.com gotta cite my sources Some things they have in common are open communication, trust, a sense of yourself as a separate person, curiosity, time apart, playfulness or lightheartedness, physical intimacy, teamwork, and conflict resolution. I mean, these are important for any relationship, friendship, or romantic relationship. You should not be codependent on this person. You should be able to talk with them openly without feeling like you're going to get yelled at. These are healthy relationships that aren't going to feed into the toxic drama for excitement that it seems like people are kind of drawn to sometimes. Um, So these are kind of the people that you want to look out for to keep in your circle. Yeah. And then as far as a healthy social life goes, so adult relationships are hard. People move away. They have full-time jobs and get busy. They get married and start families of their own. But it's still important to prioritize having a life of your own friends, hobbies, something outside of work, or your significant other. And I always like to say that a healthy friendship makes both parties better people. We are who we surround ourselves with. And if we surround ourselves with constant chaos and drama, there's a good chance that we're going to feed into it. Yeah. And I do want to say I wanted to specifically call out the points of uh, having a life outside of like your career and your significant other, because if those two things are to disappear, like if you were to get fired or if a pandemic were to happen and you mm-hmm. were to suddenly lose your job or things happen and you suddenly break up with that person you thought you were going to spend the rest of your life with. Or they you die. Need to have something, you need to have something that's going to get you through because you're your own person and you haven't lost your mm-hmm. entire identity in this one thing like being lost, you know? Yeah, I've heard – a lot of like older generations say like, oh, like, you know, you found the one like when you can't live without them. I disagree. I think that you should be able to live without anybody in your life if it's a healthy relationship and that it's more so if you just want them in your life. But I guess that's just me personally. No, I, I can agree with that. And I feel like that could be semi-controversial, but I, I am my own best friend. I'm a great time. I have no better time with anybody than I do when I'm sitting with my own internal thoughts. I think I'm fucking hilarious. I don't need anybody else to fill that part because I fill it for myself. So anybody that is going to be added to my life is a choice. I am choosing to let them enrich it, you Mm -hmm. know? Exactly. Do you want to go ahead with this next one? Yeah. So our next point is, will this look like conflict if the person starts to get bored? Um, so I am guilty of this. It's not necessarily the conflict part of it for me, but in business, let's say, and 
I, I get bored and I'll start experimenting th- with things that just don't need to be experimented with. You know, the saying, the don't fix what isn't broken. It's kind of like that. And the best example I can think of this is, so my social content, it'll be performing really well. It'll get a ton of shares. Like I'll feel like I have tapped into exactly what my target audience wants. But then I myself get bored and I'll get bored making that one type of content or that style. Like say I'm just getting bored of filming reels or I'm sick of carousels and I'll start messing with things and I'll mess with the fonts. I'll mess with the colors. Like for example, here's a perfect example of something that I know wasn't working. I know photos of me do best on my page. Even when I'm sharing a ton of valuable information in the caption, that it'll go 10 times further if a photo of me is included in that. However, recently, and I noticed that it was when I started hiring Marley and like, she's such a talented designer. I was like, let's go graphic heavy. Let's mm-hmm. do this. Like it's, it's going to be great. Like people are going to love your design style. And they do. However, it's started to lose that personal aspect of me in the page. And I've started to see my likes and like shares and all of that dropping. And I had to go back to square one and be like, well, what the hell did I do? Because I changed so much that I don't know Mm -hmm. where I necessarily lost myself. And yeah, so it's just like kind of like that. I got bored. There were it wasn't that things weren't working, but I started mixing things up and messing things around just because I was bored and now I have a problem. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I feel like this and it won't necessarily always apply to business, but and I'm not necessarily the person that'll go around doing this in my personal life, but I think everybody has been friends with that one person in their life where when things are going good or it's been a little too um what's the word, stagnant Mm -hmm. for too long, they'll go causing chaos just because they can. And you're just like, why? Why did you have to do this? Why why are you like this? Yeah, it's exhausting. And kind of on that note, this conversation had me thinking, so I feel like society really perpetuates this idea that like all women gossip and that's just how you're supposed to act in life. Uh, We see it in like shows and movies, books, tabloids, you name it. And this was really frustrating growing up and seeing that because it seemed like that just kind of became the default for girls as we were going through this like period of our lives of figuring out who we are. Um, It seemed like a lot of girls specifically, but this applies to everybody, turn to drama. You hear in society like, oh, girls are so much drama or whatever. But I feel like it's almost like when you get into high school, there's going to be drama. I know when I was in elementary school watching movies about high school, the girls were always gossiping about each other and always had drama. And so I just thought that was normal. And it took me a while to know better. I'm Um, so glad you brought this up because I feel like this is where it starts to come in. And then there's that conflict between the like the girl's girl and the guy's girl. mm -hmm. Because I, up until high school, especially middle school, I always said I was the girl, like the girl's guy or the guy's girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I hated hanging out with girls. I thought girls were bitchy. They were catty. I wanted nothing to do with it. I went to a private like middle school with a bunch of Catholic school kids. Like it was a terrible time. Okay. Yeah. It's just weird. But I feel like, you know, after college and entering adulthood, most women know better. Most men know better. But like Taylor said, there are people that it seems like just for the rest of their lives are just going to be looking for chaos. And that's just kind of exhausting. And I know I've had to distance myself from friends that I've really cared about who were like that just because I can't handle that. Like I have my own mental stuff to juggle like I can't deal with it if it's constant drama with somebody else so 
it's not always fun to set boundaries with some people that you really care about because it's not that I didn't really care about these people, but sometimes you just got to set boundaries for your own peace. And this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to keep our peace and not have conflict. Exactly. And I've also seen this in a lot of couples, just to kind of go back to the couple relationship talk. Uh, when things are too good or too comfortable, they might start to get a little bit bored. And I've literally heard like two people that were in relationships now be like, oh, I'm going to pick a fight just to like stir the pot a little bit. Okay, and that's, that's just toxic. Crazy. That's First of all, that's toxic. Don't do that. Like I cannot stress enough how unhealthy that is. That's a really bad idea. In any relationship, friendship, or Never significant in my other. Entire life have I sat back and felt like, hmm, I'm bored. David's sitting over there. Why don't I just go like piss him off? Like Yeah, I don't What? What? It's it's been from people who go around and look for drama in all of their relationships. So oh, it, no, it wasn't sure. that surprising. We know the type. We know yeah. the type. Yeah, it wasn't, like, that surprising to hear, but it was just, like, really? Like, okay. (laughs) But, yeah, like, if you want to, like, stir things up in your relationship, go rock climbing or something. I don't know. There are so many other things you can do to add excitement to your relationship that isn't just picking a fight that you don't really care about with your partner. It's toxic. It's borderline abusive, depending on what you pair it with. Not Uh, a good idea. Yeah. Um, well, well, Chloe, on that <laughs> note, what are some good ideas? Give us some alternates. <laughs> All right. Get a hobby, guys. Literally anything. Get a fucking hobby. <laughs> get a fucking hobby. You know, a paint, do yoga, Pilates, start a social media business, whatever you want to do. Something else you could do is write a letter of the drama or argument that you are wanting to pick. Write it all out throw it away or burn it, and sometimes just getting it out and then letting it go is exactly what you need, and it's not actually that you need this fight. It's just you need to just get it out. So I haven't done this since, like, middle school, but I they taught us in school to, like, write your frustrations on a piece of paper and burn it. I haven't done that in so long, but it is actually very therapeutic. It is, and I found with, like, how I think, I'll, like – my thoughts are just all over the place. So when I like get it out on paper and I'm actually able to have a complete thought from beginning to end, it makes it so much easier for me to process and move on from than when I'm just trying to organize all these different thoughts in my brain. Up next, try something new and exciting. So if you don't have a hobby already, try a new hobby. If you already have a hobby, try rock climbing, try cliff diving, try literally anything. It doesn't need to be that big of a deal. But like if you don't go for hikes, try a hike. Just explore in a weekend trip to a new location try a restaurant that opened in your area it doesn't have to be extravagant it can just be something to change up your normal routine yeah and i mean a change of scenery i know when oliver and i for we were quarantined with his sister for a little bit and there was after a while we were just like we need to spend some time apart because we are just spending 24 hours a day in the same two rooms of the house we were just getting pissed off with each other how could you not so Once we were like, all right, we need a little bit of time, not down each other's throats. That really helps. And something else you can do is work towards personal goals that can be in your business, fitness, mental health. It's really important, like we said, in a relationship to have your own identity that isn't just in your partner or friendship. So whatever it is, if it's your business, I wouldn't recommend your only goals outside of your relationship to be business related. For the same thing that Taylor just said, something could happen, you can lose your job or partner can break up with you or whatever. So fitness is always a good one to be working on. Mental health is always. The way 
The way I like to look at this is, okay, and this might not be everyone's favorite way of looking at it, but it's how I like to. Humans, based off of historical documents, or if the Bible, if you will. I'm just going to say, based <laughs> off of the Bible, I went to Catholic school, okay? This is just what I was, this is just what was shoved down my throat as a kid, okay? Um, we were all created by God, if you will, to just chill out and hang on the earth. And then Satan came and fucked up a bunch of shit. And now we all have to work and capitalism exists, okay? <laughs> like if capitalism didn't Thanks, exist, Satan. <laughs> if capitalism didn't exist, would we all just be chilling? That would be awesome. It's just a thought I've had. Would it would just be like chill? a worldwide like, commune. No, kind of, because really, that's kind of what the Native Americans were mm-hmm. before we came and fucked up a bunch of shit for them. They lived off the land. They taught each other. Each person had their own skill, and they just brought what they had to the table. Nobody mm-hmm. had to make money off of it. Money wasn't even a concept. It, everybody just took care of each other. Yeah, because that's what matters is I hate just how much in society money is so much more important than community. And I just think that's so backwards and it really bothers me. I feel like it's not going to be fixed in our lifetime or any lifetime soon. Hopefully before the world plummets into a deep, dark despair. But 2030, guys. 2030. Only hope. <laughs> um, up next, if you find yourself looking for chaos all the time, get a cat. They're so mellow. Or, and- or just a pet in general. You know, you might be allergic. Yeah, a pet in general. I I was going to say like a dog or a cat, but I don't want to be recommending to everybody to get a dog because I feel like cats are a little easier. Do research on the type of pet that would fit your lifestyle best. Mm -hmm. That might be a fish for you. That's fine. Wait, my brother has a fish and it's disgusting. Yeah. Luke. Luke, what's wrong with you? He has a beta fish named Alpha. Okay, wait, (laughs) never mind. That's funny. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah that thing has been alive for a long time and frida has not made one attempt to eat it ever so kudos to that, her that's because it's not alpha frida's not alpha yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right so another tip would be to consult consume wholesome content about building your confidence insecurity is a major cause of fight picking so working on yourself might make you like other people more uh, might i add to this yeah go ahead Ther- therapy if, if it's yes. that deep-seated, I recommend getting some professional help to work through the insecurity. Yeah. All right. The last one. If you have a friendship or romantic relationship where the other person is always causing fights, please get out if you feel unsafe. This is a major red flag. And I'm not just talking like one week when they're stressed out about something at work or their finals are coming up. If this is a pattern that you see as a problem, please deal with it accordingly because we love you all and we want you all to be safe. Yes, please remember that we're all doing our best and to treat others with kindness. We all make mistakes, so don't judge each other too harshly when you or somebody else messes up once in a while. We're all human. Yep. All right, that is all for this episode. If you would like to keep up with us on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at CEOish Podcast. And if you would like to keep up with me personally, you can follow me over on Tagram Biz on Instagram. That's B I Z. And if you're interested in social media, PR, all of that fascinating content, you can follow my agency page at Socially Tailored, spelled like my name. And you can find me at chloew.art. Please make sure to leave us a review, subscribe, tell a friend. We really appreciate it. And thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you next week. Yes, see you Wednesday. Mm-hmm.